let's talk a little bit about morphology. So what we're talking about on page two is what I was talking about on the desk. Let's talk about morphology. <clears throat> Here is the so-called present infinitive. That is to say, the infinitive of the first principal part. This is active. Here is the middle infinitive. Here's the third principal part infinitive. And here is the, that's active, and that is middle. There is a bit of a, an accenting issue here. The accent moves back one. We'll talk about that. But what I want you to notice is the stem. These are infinitives. This is so-called present, and this is so-called aorist. But of course, Newt, we know them not by their time kinds of things, because it's an infinitive. Up there, in the realm of the idea, there is no time. What is there? Focus, aspect, right. This is focus on connection. This is focus on the action. Exactly. So, focus on connection, active. Focus on connection, middle, with for myself. Focus on the action, straight stuff. Focus on the action, middle, with for myself in there. It's exactly right. That's the difference. What did I do to the front, if I may put it that way, of the aorist infinitive, Eric? What's up there? No augment. Why? Because, James, in the realm of the idea, there is no time. Okay? If there is no time, we don't do any augmentings and put things in back past time. This is the pure concept itself. This is the act of loosing. The act of loosing connected to someone as you see it. The act of loosing considered in and of itself or focusing on the activity. Thus, the infinitive is your real illustration that the stems themselves have nothing to do with time. The aorist stem is not past time. In fact, one might actually think of it like this. <clears throat> think of this as the infinitive of the imperfect. And think of this as the infinitive of the aorist. And now take the augments off of both of them. Now, you're all familiar with the imperfect of tried to do, began to do, used to do, all that. 
Once I take the augment off, time goes out the window. But those various types of connections still stay. Just like in the aorist, focus on the action only. So, Newt is exactly right. Here we have focus relative to action. That's what the difference is in the infinitive. So, if you were to say, now remember what I said, this is a pure abstract act itself. It is the equivalent of a noun. Let us say I wanted to use something like leave. I could do something like this. I want to leave the money in the mailbox every week. Ah, if the leaving is going to go on every week, then that is a focus on connection. And you would use the so-called present infinitive. Really, the first principle part infinitive. If, on the other hand, I, you ask me, well, what do you want to do? I want to leave the key. I don't want to keep the key. So I'm focusing on which activity? Now I use the aorist stem. But in each case, I would say I want to leave, and it'll be habitual or uh, you know something connective in that case, or it will be simple focus on the action in this case. Point. The aorist infinitive does not mean to have left. Okay, it does not mean that. It is simply to leave, focusing on the action. Present, so-called present infinitive, to leave repeatedly, actually, begin to leave, I want to begin to leave it, or something like that. So, let's review. <clears throat> the infinitive is, in the first instance, the pure act itself. It is the equivalent of a noun because it is an abstraction. The act of leaving. It's so-called tense is only related to aspect or focus. In no way is it related to time. So, the first principle part, these are always called in the books, the present infinitive and the aorist infinitive. Bad idea. Call them the first principle part, focus on connection, whatever you want, infinitive, or the third principle part, focus on the action infinitive. That's what they really are. It is not a present infinitive as if it's in present time. And it is not an aorist infinitive the way you guys usually think of it as if it's in past time. It is a focus infinitive. Focus on connection, focus on the action, voice still counts. Voice still counts. Yeah, what about it? I'm asking you to give me another example. I'm trying to fill in. I want you to leave the keys oh. blank. No, no. I want to go to the movie this afternoon, not play golf. Okay. I'm focusing on what I want to do. Right. I want to go, not to play. So, so an aorist would be, I want to leave the keys, period. You could be adding anything else. It sounds like it could be a connection. Well, 
I mean, look at my example. I want to go to the movies this afternoon. I don't want to play golf. All right? So I'm asking myself, what act do I want to do? All right? If I want to say this, you know, it's going to be great to move from the small town to the big city because I will be able to go to the movies daily. Focus on connection infinity. Okay, now that time I did it with the word daily. Right. Okay. Now, the infinitive also is an expression of something else. Not only the abstract act itself as a noun. That's its kind of main function. But take a look at your English review for Greek, page 4. The infinitive, along with the participle, is also a shorthand for a clause. B1 on page 4 is about participles as shorthand for clauses. We're not doing that right now. We get that in four chapters. Go to the bottom of the page, number 2. Infinitives are often described as part noun and part verb, and they can be understood that way in certain contexts. In other contexts, however, it is helpful to understand infinitives, turn the page, as shorthand for a dependent clause. A, the infinitive in the next example is the equivalent of a dependent clause introduced by a relative pro, uh, uh, pronoun, such as the one contained in example 37. John has work to do, which is, John has work which he must do. Both of these structures are themselves the equivalent of an adjective because they tell something more about the work. Work which he must do. But now, B, the uh, uh, infinitive is the equivalent of a dependent clause introduced by a subordinating conjunction. John came to fish. John came so that he might fish. Both of these tell why, don't they? That's adverbial because they tell something about the purpose surrounding the main verb. So, the infinitive is now also shorthand for clauses, either adjectival or adverbial either adjectival or adverbial. So, we now have two essential functions of the infinitive. One is the equivalent of a noun as an abstraction. The other is as the equivalent of an adjective or an adverb. 